Welcome to the first episode of This is the XFL Podcast. Uh, I'm Tron Hawkins. I am a football fan. Uh, a little bit about myself. I love football. Um, I watch mostly NFL. Um, a little bit of college, but NFL is my sport. Um, but that downside of NFL is there's there's an offseason, and I miss I miss football um, in the offseason. So I'm excited about the XFL. I know the Alliance American Football is coming but XFL seems more like a, a pro league. There's pro cities that's been announced. Um, so I'm excited. I was I was a teenager, preteen, when the first XFL came about. I was excited for that. I watched every week. Um, and I remember the next year, you know, not knowing it folded, waiting for the season to start, and it never did. And I missed it. I missed having that alternative to the NFL. So on this podcast, I'm going to be talking about the XFL. Um, we're going to do sporadic shows for the next year or so um, until we get to the launch in 2020. I'll cover the draft. I'll cover um, when the teams get named, um, when the coaches get named, players get signed, so like that. I'll, I'll make a podcast. It's going to be sporadic for the next year or so. But come 2020, you know, when the season kicks off, I'll be doing game previews, reviews, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so I'm excited about this podcast. It's a new podcast. Um, uh, it's just an idea I had for a podcast. Hope you enjoy. Um, it's still having to coincide with today. The city's been announced. I'm going to talk about what cities, which eight charter cities will be part of the revival of the XFL, XFL 2020. Um, and kind of talk about what I think they're going to do uh, with the divisions and talk about all the stadiums that they have um, with each city. The first city is Dallas. Now, a lot of people complained about most of these cities already having teams. It's smart. Because not only do they have teams, there's already stadiums, there's already um, fan bases. Um, having two in Texas makes sense because Texas is hungry for football. They're the, they're the biggest football state in the country um, to me. They, I mean, they, they come out for high school football like they do college and uh, NFL. So, I mean, of course, they're going to come out for the XFL, I think. Um, this feels different from the original XFL. Oliver Luck being pretty much the guy in charge, not Vince. McMahon, um, he knows his football. He wants to do this right. I think them having two years to get it right, um, now almost a year into it, I think it's smart. Um, I think it's a good thing that they gave themselves time, not rushing into it like Alliance did and like they did the first XFL. So, um, this one's interesting. I love the stadiums they picked out. Uh, each one of them's got, like, it's, it's kind of crazy, and I'll go over it, the variety of um the variety of seating arrangements for this. Each stadium holds a totally different number amount of people. Um, this one's the most interesting stadium, though. It's Globe Life Park. It was the former home, or going to be the former home of the Texas Rangers. Uh, the Texas Rangers, uh, by 2020, will be moved into the new retractable roof stadium. So they're repurposing um, their baseball stadium as a football stadium. And they have a really nice stadium. Um, it, it's going to be, It's it holds about 40,000 seats, more than 48,000. Um, for this, though, for the XFL, by the time they do the yards and stuff, you know, the field, it's going to hold about 25000 Um It's right outside Dallas. I think it's a good spot. Um, I understand they're not wanting to do Jerry World. There's always concerts, big events going on, boxing matches, stuff like that going on. Not to mention 100,000-seat stadium. We don't know what kind of crowd they're going to draw, so, I mean, it would look kind of empty. Um, I wish they did more soccer stadiums because I think that would be – a little more visually pleasing and give a more intimate view for the fans there. Um, but I think it's a good stadium. I think Dallas will, um, I think they'll come out for it. I think they will. Um, the divisions look kind of simple, and I'll go over those in a minute. Um, obviously, Dallas will be in the Western Division. Um, but again, I think it's a good choice. I think it's a good choice because, you know, it's one of the biggest cities in America. It's money. Um, it's money. So, 
where the big cities are, you're going to have more people coming out. And uh, Texas is a big football, just a football state. They love their football, and that's why they put two teams, and that's why the next team is Houston. Um, I like that Houston got a team. Houston is known for having teams. Um, the American Football League, the World Football League, all that, they had teams in Houston. Um, so they've had teams there for a while. Again, it's it's just it's just it's the fourth biggest city in the war, in the America, and and they love football in Texas, and they're gonna be playing their football at TDECU Stadium. Um, it's on the University of Houston campus, and the good thing is they are working with the college, and the XFL team will probably get to practice at the college's um, indoor practicing facility. Um, this stadium is nice; it's forty thousand seat stadium. Um, it's modern. There's not a bad seat in the whole house. Um, the field is visible from two-thirds of the surrounding concourses. I mean, it's crazy. Um, this stadium, even though it's a college stadium. Um, and there's also a stadium club that's 25 feet above the playing field. Um, not to mention that you don't have to worry about other teams playing there or anything like that. It's just a college stadium. So by February 2020, uh, February 8th and 9th, um, that stadium's going to be clear. Um, I think it's a good choice for a stadium. Of course, again, Reliant Stadium, uh, you know, they didn't want to do all NFL stadiums. Half, half the stadiums in this league will be NFL stadiums, uh, technically, if you count uh, Los Angeles's um, or current NFL stadiums. So I think it's interesting. These, these cities, the city choices are great. Um, I'm really excited about St. Louis getting football back. They deserve it. I will talk about them in a few minutes. Um, but I really like the city choices. A lot of people are going to complain that, you know, NFL, there's all the NFL teams in those cities. But, again, you want that established fan base. Not to mention, you know, more hungry fans will be there because they're the fans that used to have football um, there. So they're going to want it back when it goes to offseason, the NFL. Um, I'm pretty excited about this coming up, um, XFL. I mean, I really am. Like I said, I'll be making podcasts when the new rules come out, all that stuff. I'll be talking about it. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be a great time for football fans. Um Anytime you can get football is great to me. But, yeah, I'm pretty excited about Dallas and Houston. You already got that built-in rivalry with Dallas and Houston. So, you know, them two teams will be rivals um, come 2020 uh, when the XFL kicks off. The next team who is going to be with Dallas and Houston in the Western Conference is Los Angeles. Of course, they're going to go to Los Angeles. Again, Los Angeles makes sense with New York and Houston, that big city, big money. Um they said, you know, in the press conference that L.A. supports their sports teams. I agree to a certain extent. Um, Rams and Chargers, not really. That's what kind of worries me. But they came from different places. This XFL team is going to beat Los Angeles' team from the get-go. Um, they're going to play at StubHub Center, which is where the Chargers play at. It's a nice stadium. Intimate. Like I said, I wish they did more of this, more um, soccer stadiums that's kind of intimate and getting the fans like they're on the field. StubHub only holds 30,000 seats. Um, like I said, I'll go over the seating arrangements and stuff a little bit later on in the podcast. Um, it's gonna be, it's on the Cal- California State campus um, in Domingos Hills. It's a nice little stadium. Um, they, like I said, they've used to holding, they're used to holding Chargers games there, so they know how to convert it to a um, from a soccer field to a football field. And I'm, I'm and LA is gonna be a good hot spot. I mean, you're gonna have. People that come out in L.A. Um, just because it is a hotbed. California is another big football state along with um, Texas and uh, Florida, which we'll get to Florida here in a little bit. Um, I think it's a good thing that L.A. is getting a team just because the money. 
they're going to expand at some point. If XFL takes off, they're going to have more than eight teams. But to get to that expansion process, they got to make money. So they got to go to the places where they know they can make money. Um, so I get it. I get the, why they're going to these big cities. Again, people are going to complain that these cities already have football. I think it's a great idea um, to go to these established cities and kind of work your way, you know, to the Columbus, Ohio's, to the um, Detroit's even, to the Alabama, Huntsville, Birmingham, you know, wherever you can get a team at. Um, the next team, speaking of teams that are places that already have football teams, is New York. Again, people's going to complain, but people forget New York already had an XFL team. Um, the Hitmen, the New York, New Jersey Hitmen. We don't, we won't know the names of the, the teams and logos stuff till later on. Again, I will do a podcast on that. Um, but they're playing at MetLife, and of course they are. Um, MetLife's kind of like WWE's big stadium to go to in New York when they need to do a WrestleMania and stuff like that. They've already done about to do two there. Um, it's a nice arena. It's a nice stadium. I mean, it, it's the biggest stadium in the XFL. It holds about eighty-two thousand people, or can. How many they will hold for the XFL, we'll see come February 2020. Um, they already host the Giants and Jets. Um, and they will hold, host the XFL. They host 20 games per year in the NFL more than any other stadium. That's crazy because they alternate weeks most of the time. Um, they have hosted Super Bowls. has hosted WrestleMania 29 and will host 24, uh, 34 con- concerts and other sporting events. I mean, New York is the entertainment capital of the world that's not LA like LA and New York's the two big cities of course you'll have a team there um they're gonna be in the Eastern Conference uh, along with St. Louis Tampa and Washington the West Conference is gonna be Dallas Houston Los Angeles and Seattle which we'll get to in a little bit um I like how they got the division split up like that um two pl- two divisions of four ten games four teams make the playoffs it's half the teams make the playoffs it's pretty exciting um Again, I'm ready for it to start in 2020. The next team, and the, the, the city that deserves probably one of them, is St. Louis. You know, since the Rams left, they kind of got, the, St. Louis got screwed. You know, they offered Kroenke what he wanted. He wanted a new stadium. They would give it to him. He's like, no, I'm out of here. We're going to L.A. Which, I mean, the Rams have started winning since they went to L.A. The first season was kind of crap, but now they're you know, in position to be the one seed in the NFC. Um, so, St. Louis getting an XFL team. And I think it makes sense. I think it makes too much sense. Um, they're going to play at the former dome that the Rams played in, the, the Dome at America's Center. Um, it's a nice arena. It's still a nice stadium. Um, they host about 60,000 people. It's going to be it's gonna be, it's gonna gonna be be weird um, to see it back open again. Um, that's just kind of just been sitting there for concerts and stuff, but they haven't had no sports there and um, for the last couple of years. So I think it's great that XFL kind of went, hey, St. Louis, you know, bid for this, and they did. St. Louis's, um, some of their government was like, look, we want another professional team here to take up space in the dome. You know, we got this, this empty dome kind of sitting here most of the year, and they got it. You know, 30, 30 cities bidded on this. That's what a lot of people don't get. People think the XFL is going to fail, but people bid it on this, so there is interest there. There is interest from these eight ta- uh, cities. That means there's 22 cities later on that could be in Spencer teams. Um, they're not the only ones that kind of bid on it, so I think it's a good thing that they did the bidding process and um, for what cities do want it. And these are the eight that I think wanted it the most, and I agree that they should get these teams. Um, I'm I'm ready to see if St. Louis comes out for this team. 
because the Rams, that was the Rams' problem. They didn't come out like they should. They didn't support the team like they should have. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens in 2020. Um, I'm ready to see all these team names and colors and just see people excited about it. I've seen some people making um, custom uniforms, the St. Louis Stallions, which sounds great. But we'll see. We'll see what the team names are coming up soon. And we'll see who's going to be the coaches, team presidents. Again, we'll talk all about that um, as it happens here on the, This Is The XFL Podcast. Pretty excited about being with y'all. Um, just like the podcast. You know, um, just a simple like. Nothing major, you know. I'm just, a, I'm just, a, I'm just a football fan. That's all I am, just a football fan, and I can't wait to get this going. Come 2020, the next team, which I think is the most surprising one, is Seattle. Um, they're a football town, but it's not until recently. You know, Seahawks wasn't a big deal until they got this new stadium. I didn't feel like, you know, they had Warren Moon and Sean Alexander, but when they got this new stadium and started winning games, uh, you know, when they went to Citry Link, which is where they're going to be at. Uh, it's one of the few um, NFL stadiums where they're going to be at. Um, again, can they feel it? That's that's going to be the key. I don't think they're going to feel it from the begin- beginning, but they are, you know, fans. They're, they can fit over 68,000 in there. Um, and they have the roof covering 70% of the area of the stadium because of rain. It always ran in Seattle. Um, I think it's going to be a great spot for games. They had the loudest fans. I'm wondering if they're going to put that into the name. You know, just something like the Seattle Quakes, since they, Beast Quakes, since they like uh, making earthquakes with their sounds. Um, so I'm wondering if that's going to be one of the team names. I'm ready to see the team names and logos. I think it's going to be very interesting. That's one of the best parts about the original XFL was the team names and the logos and all that stuff. It's going to be fun. Um, this is going to be a fun league, um, quick league. It's going to have fewer rules. I mean, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be. It's going to bring football back to the fans. It's going to be high scoring. I think. Um, less penalties, less politics, you know, hopefully more even, you know, more even playing field, not just the Patriots against whoever comes out of the NFC like it is in the uh, NFL. Um, So I'm hoping to see these teams really compete with each other and they're not being so one-sided all the time. Um, So Seattle's going to be in the West. Like I said, Dallas, Houston, L.A., Seattle's one division, New York, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, Washington, D.C. will be the other. The next team is Tampa. I get why they're in Tampa. Um, Again, they can't really do Orlando stuff because of the way the Alliance of American Football kind of went in and got these non-football cities. They beat them to the punch. That's fine. You know, they only could they only put a league together in eleven months. Expo's got two years, and they got football minds behind it. So I think it's I think that Capel can succeed. Like Oliver Luck said, it's built to last. Look, Mr. Man didn't put five hundred million dollars of his own money into this to fail again. Um, Tampa's playing at Raymond James Stadium. It's one of the nicer stadiums, you know, the pirate ship and everything. It's been called the crown jewel of the NFL. It can host 65,000 people. Um, it has a cannon and all that good stuff. I'm wondering what kind of team name they're going to look for. It. Maybe in the Tampa Bandits, um, kind of like the old um, American Football League did. Um, I think Tampa's a good spot. Um, you know, Florida, is again, is one of those football hotbeds. I think they will succeed in Tampa. I think it's a good stadium choice. It's a nice stadium. Um, they're going to be in the Eastern Division, like I said, with Washington, New York, and um, St. Louis. And come 2020, I think fans will come out in Florida because it's warm that time of year. You know, it ain't cold weather, even if it's February, March, April. It's going to be warm in Tampa. And I think people will come out and watch football because football makes people want to come out 
Florida is, like I said, is a hotbed. They're going to find some good talent down there, I do believe. The next place and the last one, last but not least, is Washington, D.C. This one's actually going to be great because it's in the nation's capital and it's got the newest stadium of the bunch. It's Audi Field. It is a soccer stadium. It only has 20,000 seats, but it has, you know, like an intimate feel. Um, all these stadiums are kind of high-tech. Um, especially this one. This is the coolest stadium of the bunch. It's smaller, but it's just high class, and it's only been open for a year. Um, so by the time you know they open in 2020, it'll only be a two-year-old, three-year-old stadium. Um, so it has some that newness to it. It's intimate. It's small. I wish they did this for more of the stadiums. Um, so having this big, you know, huge football stadium, they have these small soccer stadiums. Um, I like how there's a baseball stadium, a football stadium. Uh, football stadiums and then football stadiums um i like the wide variety of all the um venues that they picked for this for the xfl um i think if you want to do fans first having an intimate setting like that is going to make it that way so that is all the cities and venues let's go over this right quick the seating um globe life park where dallas is going to be at twenty five thousand capacity um houston will can hold forty thousand uh, at TDECU Stadium. The StubHub Center can only hold 27,000. MetLife is the biggest, 82,500 people, and it's not even close. Um, the Dome in St. Louis can hold 66,965. Ginger League can hold 69,000. Raymond James Stadium can hold 65,518. And Audi Field can hold 20,000. So you got two stadiums that can only hold 20,000 or so. Three stadiums can hold 20,000. Uh, the thing about the Arlington one that holds 25000 that's just how they're building it by the time they make it into a football setup. Um, so right there, you know, that's that's a wide range of um, of capacities. So it's kind of going to be interesting how much they think, uh, how much, what is profitable. You know, like, will half the crowd in New York be more profitable than, say, 20000 in D.C.? You know, they, they say they're going to do cheaper ticket prices, going to be more family-friendly. Um... And I'm ready. I'm ready for the XFL to start. Thank you for joining me on this quick little podcast I did uh, today, going over the cities and venues. Um, like I said, when more news pumps out, I'll be making more podcasts. And then come 2020, I'm going to be on here all the time um, during the XFL season. Um, please give it a like. You know, I'm just one man. I'm not trying to make money off this. I just want, um, I just love football. And I want everybody to enjoy the XFL. You know, a lot of people think it's going to fail. And my question is, why would you want it to fail? Why would you want a a league that is going to be fun and just just alternative to fail it's not competing with the nfl like why choose nfl or xfl and the two totally different things two totally different times why does people want this to fail is it because vincent man you know is it because it's some new um give it a chance i mean there's nothing wrong with more football um let's have an extremely fun league um thank you for joining me today and when i hear some more news team names logos Team presidents, coaches, players being signed, a draft. I will be back here on the uh, on this anchor and on hopefully um, Apple Podcasts and those other um, podcast sites. But uh, this is the XFL podcast. Thanks. <laughs>